Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now we're going to look at that issue of our budding photographers um, in the news. And uh, we often think ourselves photographers in our own right. We're capturing uh, real-time events on our own devices. But when it comes to professional news photography, there's actually only a handful of people who can really create the type of content that we need for our ever-growing and fast-paced news cycle. The world of corporate news photography is what we're going to look at today. And I've got some people joining me now from various parts of the profession here in Ireland. In studio with me, I'm joined by Mark Condren, who's Photographer of the Year and six times Press Photographer of the Year, I might add. He works for Media House, that is the independent group of newspapers. Also joining us on the line is Mark Maxwell, who's director of the Maxwell News Agency and Lorraine Tivan, who's also a press photographer of the year from 2020 and she is a freelance photographer. You're all very welcome. Thanks, Mandy. Morning, Mandy. Thanks. Now, nice to join you. Mark, I'm going to start, Mark Hunter, I'm going to start with you because you're sitting here in the studio in front of me. Uh, you're a, a news photographer, so you're based in a newspaper. What, is there such a thing as an average week for someone like you? Um, I suppose I'm lucky to be in a job that there is no such thing as a normal week, Mandy. Um, even though we do plan, we're always even, we're just a phone call away from changing everything around. Um, you could be a story anywhere. Uh, for an example of that, I suppose to give you would be the morning of Creeshlock. I was up and loud doing a job and then I'd go to Offaly after that. Then I was coming back into Dublin and it was straight to Creeshlock and I was there for a week. So that's the that's the variety of it and that's how it can change so fast. But in to answer your question, we do try and plan because um, obviously the paper's not full of breaking news all the time. There's a lot of stuff like the magazines to be covered and stuff like that. So... We do plan, um, but that can go out the window, obviously, as well. Yeah. Mar- Mark Maxwell, I'm going to bring you in here now. Mark Hondren, obviously, is following the news cycle as well as trying to proactively plan all the time. You're in a news agency. Indeed, it's a family-run agency. Your father ran it before you. You run it with your brother now. What is your type of work like and who do you actually work for? Well, we would have slowly migrated from news, hard news stuff, more into the corporate news sector. And that essentially means that we're uh, employed by corporates to go out and photograph their executives and try and project an image of the company um, in in a positive manner. And um, my work would entail liaising with uh, heads of corporate affairs in various institutions and trying to achieve for them what they want for the company profile, essentially. Mm. And Lorraine, um, I'm, I'm going to bring Lorraine in here now because Lorraine, you're a freelancer and I guess you're doing a bit of both. You're fitting into to the news cycle, but you're also yeah, working for clients as well. That's correct. Yeah. So I cover press photography and then I also do the corporate photography as well. So look, I'm look. The, the given in all of this conversation is that you're all tremendously talented and creative when it comes to taking photographs and and you can do that really well. What we really want to drill down into today is how the business differs. So, Mark, for Mm. for someone like you um, working in a a newspaper, why did you choose this part of photography, say, other than going into corporate? Is it the news side of things that appeal to you? Yeah, it's exciting. Um, It's really interesting. It can be really rewarding. Um, I've been steeped in news since I was very young. My camera bag Genuinely, was my school bag in school. Um, I then went on to the Sunday Tribune and now the Irish Independent and Media House. Um, 
And you get a bit of a buzz out of the news. You it? would, yeah. And certain news, like some of them can be, some news obviously is really tragic and that's really hard. Mm. Um, but some of it is, yeah. Like if you're following politicians and stuff like that day to day, it can be good fun. But um, of course, the media landscape has changed dramatically since since I was younger. Um and it's evolving and we have to evolve with that. Uh, we now combine photography with video um, as as it connects more and more with people all the time and, mm. and, and people use images more and more too to understand our complicated world I suppose we live in. Yeah, Mark Maxwell, I'll bring you in here. Running an agency, yeah. you must have seen quite a progression when it comes to that technology, digital side of things. Well, just before I came on this morning, I just would, did a bit of research and I would cite the year in 1998, the pivotal year for us, because that was the time when digital cameras became a, a, a real thing for press photographers. Prior to that, we'd shoot on negative film cameras. Then in 1998, there was a camera launched by Codex, uh, which revolutionised the newspaper business in terms of how you could transmit images via a mobile phone. And I think that was probably a defining moment for photographers in general, whether you were corporate or press or whatever, but it, it meant that uh, I could travel. Um, we did, Tony, my brother travels a lot currently, but I did travel a lot previously, but you would go with your digital camera and via your mobile phone, you could transmit pictures from anywhere in the world. And that actually was revolutionary. There's no other word to describe it, you know. Yeah, an absolute game changer, really, Lorraine, isn't it? When you look at uh, getting those images uploaded as well. You know, the competition from ordinary people who are uploading uh, things on social media. How do you think as a professional photographer, what the most important thing to you to, to try and stand out from the crowd? Creativity um, and an, uh, a different angle on every photograph that you take. You have to come up with something different that's going to catch the eye. It can't be just a bog standard image. It has to be something that catches the reader's eye and also catches the editor's eye. Mm. It, ha- it has to be. It has to be special for every job. You can't just send in images that aren't going to be up to scratch. Yeah, Mark. I mean, you're a, a winner of of that Press Photographers Award a, a number of times over now. And is there something for you when you go to a new scene that you kind of say, "Okay, uh, this is what I need to do here"? Is there something that you capture that maybe the others don't? What is your go to position when you arrive on a scene like that? Um, it's, like it's a very good question, Mandy, but it's a very hard question to answer. I think going back to La- what Lorraine said there, um, she's right about the getting something different okay that's the that's the, obviously the easy way of describing it that way but um it's just literally it's uh, it's very hard to describe because every job is so different in 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 the news cycle everything is different mm. and, and that goes back to the very first question that you asked mm. like it's so different yeah. all the time it's a really hard one to answer and and Ma- I'll bring Mark Maxwell in here mm. again Mark yeah. there's no kind of defining what's going to take off uh, or not. So if you take some of the famous images you've taken, I'm thinking of the one of the Queen in the English market. Like, I mean, that was worldwide. Now, I have to correct, correct you there. That was taken by uh, a photographer, Valerie O'Sullivan in Cork. And there's actually a very interesting backstory to that shot. Um, prior to that visit, we had a team of 15 photographers mm. on that event. We planned down to the minutest detail. But we had actually two photographers in the English market. Valerie was going to do an elevated shot looking down and then another photographer was going to be on the ground but what actually happened was the Queen overtook the entourage and arrived at the English market before the main media pack 
which meant that um, Valerie then ended up on the ground floor and she got that picture that is just and superb. A, a great but, a great picture was. You mentioned they're managing 15 people in an agency. So yeah. I guess logistics is a big part of your world as well as creativity. Yeah, well, obviously on a big event, we would bring in certain talent and we would specify, depending on the event, you don't actually, you take it as a given a photographer knows his or her technical skills, but you also have to have a personality and you have to have somebody who can adapt when things don't go right, that they, instead of having a rabbit in the headlight syndrome, they can actually say, right, this hasn't gone right, what can I do to save it or whatever? And when you, you know, when you talk news, we're in the corporate sector, but some of our jobs are in essence news events to where a major event is happening. We're employed, say, as an official photographer, and we have to supply media with those images. And whilst it's a great privilege, it's it's also great pressure because you don't have an opportunity to mess up. I mean, when things go well, that's great, but you know, there's always that nagging at the back of your mind. Um, and, and that's where planning comes into it. If you've done your homework and you plan and you actually built in a little uh, pressure release, if something goes wrong, that gets you out of jail. And, and that's what happens time and time, you know. Yeah, Lorraine, and you work a lot on the regional news. Um, people have to trust you as well. I guess you're going back to the same community, the same community leaders and people time and time again. So how, how, how important is trust in your relationship with people? Oh, it's absolutely massive. So you have to develop really, really good relationships with people who sometimes you're doing a job with them that they don't want you to do. Yeah. So you just like to have to be, you have to be a good communicator and a good people person. And, you know, just be honest and get in and do the job. And, you know, people have to trust in you that you're going to do the work you have to do. But freelance... Then, as Mark said, it's not always easy. Yeah, freelance work is precarious in itself, no matter what industry you're in. But I guess freelance in photography is 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 doubly so because, you know, we're depending on events to happen. You're depending on people to employ you. Um, like many of us who end up in the careers that we wanted, our parents would have liked us to go in a different direction. <laughs> you might just tell us yes. a story of what your first option was. Well, my first option was always photography, but... Um my um, my mother was very keen for me to train to be a nurse. So um, I started out in photography and then I ended up training as a nurse. Mm. And then I came back to Ireland. Um, I went off to live in America. I came back to Ireland in 2003. And I was very, very lucky to have some very, very strong photography friends. Tony Maxwell being one of the major ones, one of my major influences. And another beautiful man called Kevin Clancy. And I used to watch them a lot. And I used to think I really want to do what they're doing. So um, I just eventually just took the leap and said, I'm not going to be happy unless I do what, what I want to do. And that's, that's what I've ended up doing. Yeah, I'm going to bring you Mark. It is, it is a hard thing to make to make a living out of definitely. as a freelancer. It, de- it really definitely is. It definitely is. I'm going to bring Mark Condren back in here now because, look, Mark, for you, you work in a newspaper and you've got the security of a job there mm. in that newspaper, constant stream of business behind you. You don't have the business worries, say, that Mark Maxwell would have. But there is that pressure, I guess, in a newsroom. And you mentioned videography as well. Is the expanse of what a photographer is expected to do growing all the time? All the time. Yeah, it is growing all the time. So, um, 
Yeah, it is growing all the time, Mandy. We're just it it's it is out the door. Like, but newspapers is, such as Media House, it's a massive organisation. Yeah, because like, it's, it's not so just big. one newspaper. No, it's no, like it's across all the platforms. And it's the web, I guess. Independent.ie, which is huge, huge. Oh. That has to be filled every day of the week. So, like, it's not that it's a it's an easy job in in any way. It's like it's full on, and it's it you're constantly going day to day, and the pressures then of the video mm. and uh, still. So that now you have to make a decision when you go to something. So it's a big news job. What do you do first? Do you do uh, uh, still first or do you do a video first so these are decisions you have to make as well and mm. um, so yeah like it is it is there's a lot of pressure there is pressure there and Mark um, Maxwell just to bring you back in here I'm sorry we have two Marks I have to keep trying to <laughs> you call us Mark 1 and Mark 2 well who, who'd be 1 and who'd be 2 that's the next I'd be 2, I'd be two definitely <laughs> that's the next row thanks um, Mark <laughs> Mark um, you know managing a big business as yours is you know contracts with big multinational companies yeah. and government and all that kind of stuff must bring with it its pressures. Is photography a cyclical business? Like we all, a lot of us work in advertising, marketing and stuff and it tends to be the first thing that goes when, when people come under pressure. Is photography as a business like that? Well, it, when the recession hit, we definitely saw a dip. The first thing to be slashed is the marching budget, without a doubt. And that can apply in staff numbers and then budgets. But I think ultimately companies that um, who who know the value of photography, for example, now, like Mark was saying, we have the facility now, if a company comes to us, we can offer them video, we can offer them drone, we can offer them uh, full studio facilities in our studio. And my, the third generation, my son, Louis Maxwell, is on board. So with that, it means now I have a confidence of on dealing with a marketing manager and they say, can you do this? And I say, yes, we can. Yes, we can. But what I would, I wonder what Mark's comment would be on this. I find it very hard when a client says we want video and stills on the same event that's happening fast. So you can actually miss the pivotal moment because the client says, I want video and I want it now and I want this and I want that. So you've got to manage client expectations against reality. I mean, if something's happening, if, for example, it's a major event, Mm -hmm. you've got to say, what's the most important thing and prioritise that. And then if it's be video or photography second, but I find if you're going and you're trying to do two things, it it just doesn't work. So if I'm asked for video, uh, my son Louis will come with me uh, or a video and that's what we would do. I can't, I I feel I can't give it 100% if if my mind is split in two on two different media platforms. Yeah, you might end up, well, you wouldn't compromise the creativity for for content uh, and, and I know that but I bring Mark we'll call you Mark 1 I bring you Mark 1 back in here now uh, that's what you were talking about earlier guys when you were saying you got to think on your feet you have to have a bit of authority I guess because even though you're employed by someone you're the creative director of this show you know best how do you manage that? You every, every again going back to it. You take every scenario differently, um, and I've been in that position loads of times. Um, Mark is spot on what he's saying there. It is pressured. I kept. I said that in the last piece there. Um, you just you just literally take it every job differently. If you go to a murder scene, you have to um, d- decide when you're going there. Are you the first there? Are you the last there? Mm. Um, with the media, so depending that you take all that stuff into consideration. Mark, I, I'm going to finish up shortly. Before yeah. I finish with you, I want to ask you about, you've also uh, done two books, uh, one on, on Garda Siakana, one on the New York Police Department, yeah. um, kind of embedded with those workforces. Is that an entirely different uh, prospect? Is it a long, like how long does something like that take? And is it something you'd consider for the future again? 
Yeah, it's um, it's it's even though it sounds that it's very fast paced. Um, I spent two years with the guards basically in the back of the patrol car with them. Then I got the trust of the com- uh, the commissioner of the NYPD, Jimmy O'Neill. Um, took a long time, but I spent two years in the back of the patrol car, kind of with the NYPD. Um, it was really exciting. Um, albeit a lot of pressure bringing publishing self publishing two books. Mm. Um, it was great. Something I consider in the future. Yes, I was ready to start Boston, and COVID kicked in, so I need to go back and revisit that oh, at, well. at another stage. But yeah, it, it was two of the biggest projects I've ever done in my life was self publishing two books like that, and it, that is that, that was fantastic. No, and yeah. they are tremendous pieces of work. Before we finish, I want to bring Lorraine back in for the final word on this. What I I think is a fascinating industry. I could probably talk about it for the entire hour. Um, Lorraine, you're a freelance photographer. I, I read all your stuff. Um, you have a very unique take on the industry and what it is. Would you recommend somebody to become a photographer in 2023 in Ireland? I think it's a very, very hard industry to come into Monday in 2023. There's, um, there's not much opportunities in it at the moment. Um, so... I don't know. I suppose if it's something that you're passionate about and dedicated to, yes, I suppose you'll eventually find your niche. But it is it is hard to to keep it going as well as a freelancer. I'm speaking as a freelancer. It's hard to keep it going as a as a daily job. Okay, but look, three of you, all three of you, exceptionally talented at what you do, and long may you continue. But for now, we're going to have to leave it there. My thanks to Mark One in the studio, Mark Condren. My thanks to Mark Maxwell, and also to Lorraine T Van. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you very much. Thanks a minute. Thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.